I never seen clerks, man. You've never seen clerks? I've never seen you clerks. Dirty son of a no, I've never You've been seen... laughing at all my clerks jokes this whole time. Hold on. You've never even seen it? Let me explain. God, you dirty bastard. Let me explain. It's not even fair. Let me explain. I've seen parts of clerks. I've never watched it through and through. But I've seen parts of it and I know the pop culture references from clerks. Most of them. Some of them. Damn it. Yeah. Hey, this is uh, Alex Sturgeon with the Hobbytown Hobbyplex, and uh, with me as always, Will Brinton, and uh, we're here to bring you the Hobbyplex show where we talk about mostly everything going on at the Hobbyplex, maybe some national stuff this time around, since I think we both watched Silver State this this week. Yeah. Uh, this show is always brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com and uh, get a hold of Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad. And uh, mention our show, get 0.125 off your interest rate or, or $500 lender credit uh, if you do a refinance or home loan. So there you go. Yeah. So no racing for you Saturday. No. Nope. You were you were being the, uh, what's that called when you, uh, when you go from party to party? Party hopping? Party hopping. Party crashing? Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, I was going to a couple of graduation parties. Yeah. And uh, I ran races Saturday, a pretty good day. I was kind of hoping we wouldn't so I could get out of there even earlier, but uh, I'm not going to complain. We had a great day of racing. Actually, it was really fun. Probably some of the closest finishes we've had in, in almost every class, too. Really? I think the ProTech race had some close finishes, but, but yeah, it was pretty fun. Oh, on, yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. But it was, it was really fun. <laughs> yeah. Friday night was good, and then we did our, uh, we did our uh, sale on Sunday. Hmm. So I had uh, two weeks leading up to this thing. I was just going in back and I was grabbing everything I could, making tags for it, tagging everything, getting everything ready to go. And I didn't want to put anything down there until we got really close because I know how people are. They'll, they'll pick at it, you know, before it's actually supposed to go. And uh, Saturday, um, I had to go back after Aiden Olson's party and finish it off. And then we took that video. And then, uh, wow, Sunday morning, crazy. The line went yeah. around the building, dude. Yeah, it was like an Apple store. Yeah, it was nuts. I, I rolled up. I was actually late. I wanted to be there at 1030, and I think I got there at like 1042 or something like that. And I saw the line, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, like go, you like go and stand in the line, like at the back, and you're like, what the heck's going on? Yeah. The guy at the end's like, yeah, the idiot's not here to open up the store. We're all been waiting out here for like an hour. Yeah. And you're like, huh. And then you're like, well, I'm going to go check on something. You like go in the back door and open up the shop. And that guy like, like notices you like opening the doors. Yeah. As he walks in like clerks. Not even supposed to be here today. Not even supposed to be here today. I'm not even supposed to be here today. I never seen clerks, man. This, you've never seen clerks. I've never seen you clerks. Dirty son of a no, I've never you've been seen laughing at all my clerks jokes this whole time hold on you've never even seen it let me explain God, you dirty bastard let me explain it's not even fair let me explain i've seen parts of clerks i've never watched it through and through but i've seen parts of it and i know the pop culture references from clerks most of them some of them damn it. yeah 
Whatever. Have you ever seen Mallrats? Yes. Okay. All right. Fine. That's my. I've movie. seen it like every Kevin Smith movie. All right. Well, so is my sister. She just looked at me like I was a like I was um. You're a poser. I'm not a poser. You, you I never it, said. You're, I never said that. You're a poser. I I get it. I get the uh. I get the pop culture pop culture references, man. You need to go watch it tonight. I know. You get home. I know. I will. I will try to find it. You probably won't even think it's funny. You're just gonna be like, "This is stupid." Yeah, maybe. You never know. Um, where what? Where were we? Oh yeah. Anyways, so I got I got um. I, I was the one that had to go downstairs and just kind of sit there in case anybody had any questions or anything. Plus I made sure that everybody understood that they were sold as is. And like there was stuff wrong with everything. Right. I hear behind me, this just onslaught of people coming down the stairs. I didn't even turn around. Mm-hmm. I just stared at my phone. <laughs> you, you, you just, you just ran like Indiana Jones. Yeah. And there were people, the people at the front of the line knew exactly what they wanted for the, they saw the videos, they saw the posts, they knew exactly where to go, what they wanted. And, uh, dude, it was crazy. Most of that stuff was gone in 10 minutes. Yeah. There's all those fuel, fuel bottles sell or fuel yes, guns. Everything just cleared out of there. Probably 10 minutes tops. You didn't sell my pogs, did you? Two weeks earlier. So Hobbyplex has pogs still. We have them upstairs. They're going to be part of this, um, uh, sale we're going to have, uh, in two weeks. I'll buy them. I want the pogs. Nope. They're upstairs. Some people, okay, I, this good. one guy got, was kind of mad. For some reason, there's always one. Because the pogs weren't out? No, he was just like, he has so many people there, and they all knew what they were doing. They all knew what they wanted, or they were over there just looking at everything. And he just he he just stood there and went, I ain't going in there. This is bull crap. And he turned around and walked out. <laughs> no. Um, whatever. I mean, everybody there got what they wanted, I think, so. First come, first serve. First, uh, first come, first serve. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that was good. It'll take another two years to accumulate that much stuff again. So we'll probably yeah. do that again in a couple of years. But uh, that was probably one of the more successful promotions I think we've done, honestly, since the last time. Was anybody asking about the Pogs? Nope. All right. Nope. They're a loss. Yeah. Nope. They're a loss. So there you go. We need to have a video of us playing Pogs. <laughs> Maybe that could be our first TikTok video. Yeah, that would require me on TikTok. Do you have a TikTok? I don't. My wife. My wife. My wife. Yeah, my wife has a TikTok, and she is on that. Like, like she is like, I'm gonna go read, and I hear nothing but like, like this is how you do this. Like for like three hours, and it's like, how much reading did you get done? None. I got. I was down the the downward spiral of the discontent that that is uh, that is TikTok, and then uh, he's like, "I might need to delete this app." I was like, "You probably should." You just wasted like three hours on that thing. Because I was watching a movie. I watched Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas last night. Oh, that's a good movie. I like that movie. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah. Or just bits and pieces. No, I have seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i watched That's, it because i was like you know what it's silver state i, I, I want to i'm gonna watch uh you're in loving in las vegas no i that's um uh johnny depp that's the johnny depp one mm-hmm. oh no that i haven't seen that one what's the other one that has <laughs> hold on what's the other one that has uh that has alley with an eye in mm-hmm. las vegas leaving las vegas mm-hmm. Is that the one? Maybe. Gosh darn it. I don't know. 
And uh, I've probably never seen it. No, um, I've probably seen bits and pieces of it. Oh my god! The pop culture. Oh, I'm having such a brain fart today. Hey, chat. What's the movie with uh, with with uh, Cobra Kai's um, uh, Alley with an eye in the in the movie where she's a prostitute in Las Vegas? Pretty Woman. No, it's not Pretty Woman. It's it, it's. <laughs> god. And I'm having a huge brain fart on the on the actor with the forehead. Oh yeah, that guy, the guy with the forehead. <sighs> Dude, I'm so terrible. Does Richard know? Richard's not here. Uh, Sorry. Why? Where did he go? I think he wasn't feeling very good. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh wait, hold on. My sister's here. Leave in Las Vegas, right? Yeah. Okay. Elizabeth Shue and um, uh, what's his name? He's in every movie for a while in the late nineties, early two thousands, like literally every movie. There you go. I knew it was Nick something. Oh. Yeah. The forehead. I knew it was Nick something. Anyways, hold on. I just got a text from my wife and this is awesome. So I'm going to read this one and she's going to be really pissed at me. Welcome to texts from Gretchen. Today's episode, flatulence, back blast, and you. <clears throat> I have to stay until 11. That means 11 tonight because they must add somebody call in and they get, they don't have anybody to replace it. And I went, aw. And then she goes, why when I'm at work and try to fart discreetly, does somebody always manage to walk up behind me? Even though I looked around to make sure nobody was around question mark. Just lucky, I guess. <laughs> that is the best text ever. <laughs> I didn't. I I haven't written anything back yet. I got nothing. I don't even have a response to that. <laughs> just say just lucky, I guess. I will. Here we go. All right. <laughs> you should say the chat says. <laughs> the live stream says. Oh man. Yeah, good timing, wife. Anyways, okay, uh, what else do we got? Did you see Silver, Silver State? Did you watch Silver State? Yeah, yeah, I watched Silver State. How many mains did you watch? Because I, 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 it's weird, like, like the mains I, I wanted I to watched, watch, I got home just in time. I watched uh, Pro Buggy. Uh, I watched Intermediate Buggy. Not very closely. Um, I did watch the Intermediate uh, E-Buggy main. And I watched the pro e-buggy man. Um, but other than that, I still didn't see Jared's run and Truggy. Yeah. I missed all that because of work and because of Aiden's party. I pretty much got to watch the, the pro buggy man, though, from start to finish. That was pretty awesome. I got home just in time and uh, was keeping an eye out on Facebook. And then um, Gretchen wanted me to, like, fold clothes and stuff. And I'm like, nope, I'm watching this. And I had it up on our big screen in the in the living room. I, I ordered pizza and Aaron watched it with me. Nice. It was, it was pretty cool. Um the uh would you want to go to that race next year? I don't know. I'm I'm not very good at bumpy tracks. So if if anywhere I'd like to go to Thornhill. Yeah. And that'd be a good one. Because that that tracks out. I mean, it, it doesn't look like it blows out very much, and it's big and fast and eight scaly. And I'd rather go to a I'd rather go to a race there. 
I I've done the dirt nitro challenge thing and I'm me personally, I know a lot of people go and they have a really good time and they enjoy it and all that stuff. Me personally, I didn't have very much fun. Oh really? Yeah. I've, I've never done it. I mean, I'd almost go to just take video. I mean, we could go yeah. together and I could be your pit guy and I would just take video and then I'd be pissed at myself that I didn't run e-buggy or something, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay. I don't Deal. know. Yeah. We'll figure it out. But I, I'm, uh, I'd much rather go to, to a more prepared track personally. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that look, that reminds me of like old school Lincoln track racing. Yeah. Or, I mean, honestly, now that, now that the nitro challenge, well, the nitro challenge always, has always been on a pre- more prepared track, but for me, like, like thunder alley looks super fun again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just have, I've yet to do that. The Vegas race thing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And like I said last week, I'm, I do like blackjack. I do like mm-hmm. playing blackjack. So, well, isn't it like pretty cheap to do that one? Cause then like, yeah, uh, you, you pretty much just take like an Uber or something to the venue and you're just there. Shoot. Right. You, you wouldn't even need to do that. They have a tram down there that you can just walk. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could do something like that. And then like, or like you stay at the, the hotel you stay at at the track, right? Yep. And I think they have, so, I think they had like simulcast uh video of the races too in all the rooms. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we can talk about it and see. Yeah. Or if anything, we'll just Emerson, Emerson could race and I would, I would just be pit dad for both of you guys. Yeah. You'd be my pit dad. Yeah. Anyways, my takeaway from, from it. And I know this isn't, I mean, I don't, I don't like to spend a lot of time on national stuff because there's other podcasts that do that and get more in depth. Yeah. But, uh, it's, it was as the race, as the pro buggy race progressed to me, it was very interesting how the usual suspects minus Cav were right up there again, running one and two for a majority of that. And then you can kind of throw a Rivkin in there too now, Mm -hmm. but it got cracked a little bit by Seth and by Tyler. And even Aiden Horn and Jared Wiggins, you know, were, were in the top five for a little while, back and forth. Yeah. And, I mean, just, you know, J- Jason's talked about this before, but just the longevity that Ryan Mayfield and Jared Tebow have. Right. You know? Oh, it's, yeah. It's I mean, he, insane. Mayfield was my pick for uh, both e-buggy and nitro buggy. Mm. And he almost won e-buggy. Yeah. But I, I had a feeling he's going to win Nitro Buggy. Where do you start? Like sixth? Yeah. Sixth yeah, or seventh. Like sixth or seventh. Yeah. Like, eh, he'll, he'll get it. When, once he got out front, he started stretching that lead out, just running 37s over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Seth, man, he's, uh, he's, he's going he's gonna to break through shortly, too, on one of these big ones again. Not just TQing, but actually winning, I think. Yeah. Oh, me too. And then I, I actually, honestly, I thought for sure Tyler Jones was going to win. Ten minutes in, I was like, I was like, I don't. How are they going to be able to catch this dude? Yeah, from the bump position. Yeah, he he started like what fifteenth. Yeah, he moved all the way up. To he was like, in, he was in all the way fourth <laughs> by the second lap. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. So props to them. Both, uh, both Seth. I think Seth, Jared, and. Tyler 
our previous J Concept Spring Nats winners. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't think Jared Jared Tebow hadn't come too many times, but I think the one or two times he did, maybe just the one time, I think he he won everything. Mm-hmm. And then Tyler was there a couple of years in a row and would take you know the wins and Nitro or E Buggy, and then same thing with Seth back in the day. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, definitely. There was a lot more, a lot more of the younger crowd in this one's A main, and especially in the top ten than there was in previous years, though. Too, I think they're coming. I think Techno's coming too. Really? But yeah, I think the Techno car. I think they're starting to get it figured out. Yeah. Whenever we get to run Worlds again, there's two things I want to see. Well, three things is Jared and Ryan both haven't won an eight scale worlds, right? Right. Neither of them have. So it'd be cool to, to see both of them. You can, obviously they can't do it. So they, you know, it's only going to be one of them, but I'd also like to see techno <laughs> find a way to, to win a worlds. And you know, it would, it would finally, I think that car, I think the car and the company have a lot of respect now, but I think that that would really solidify it on the world scale instead of just the American scale. You know, yeah, like uh, when right or uh, Mayfield was running Losi, he TQ'd the worlds in Italy. Mm-hmm. He blew a servo. Mm-hmm. He's been really close before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many Losi cars were in the Silver State, Maine? Uh, at least one. One. That's not to say that car yeah. sucks, but I don't know if that car liked the the ridiculously blown out track. Yet. Maybe they don't like it yet. So historically, like a pillow ball car is gonna work better on a bumpy track and a C hub car is gonna be better on the smooth one eighties style tracks. Yeah. Um so I could see that, but there you know, you say that but then Techno is a C hub car. Yeah. So Techno had second, third, and fourth. Yeah. But the car that won was a pillow ball car. Yeah, it so. was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was exciting. I was going to do a, uh, I wanted to do like a watch party thing again, but, but I got home too late and then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit on the couch and watch this race. Yeah. So next time, maybe next time. The winner is talk about racing really fast this weekend. Cause there's a lot of really fun things that happen and gosh, my phone is being dumb. It's crazy low on battery. Do 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 live RC. I can't believe I didn't charge my phone. Yeah, me neither. I'm always so prepped. Professional. I'm always so prepped for the show. It's crazy. Uh, let's see. Friday we had how many inches do we have on Friday? Forty-two on Friday. That wasn't too bad. Yeah, that's 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 really good for a summer. I consider it summer now. Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And uh, let's see. Go to the mains. So Plexpec had two heats again, and like I said on Fridays, two heats is always that's where I you know two heats or more is really good for me, regardless of who else shows up. Uh, Dalton Conrad with another Friday night Plexpec win. 
Josh McMullen was second. Jake Conrad was third. Andrew Thomas was there, finished fourth. Steve Wall was fifth. Michael Prendergast was sixth. Nick Chestnut in seventh. Andrew Rash was eighth. Alexander Eichler making another A main. Good job. Uh, finished ninth. And then Jackson Anderson shown in tenth. I don't think he ran the, the race. Then we had a small mod buggy class, and we had uh, Jackson Anderson winning that one. Rod Case was there getting extra track time, uh, finished second, and McMullen uh, finished third. There was a small 13-5 class. I shouldn't say small. There's six cars for a Friday night. Um, Jackson Anderson and TJ Williams were going back and forth for TQ. TJ actually TQ'd 13-5 wheeler. Wow. Over, over Jackson. And they matched fast laps, 22 threes for both of them. Andrew Thomas finished third. Uh, so Jackson won, TJ was second, Andrew was third, Steve Wall was fourth, Jake Conrad was fifth, and Dalton Conrad was sixth. And then we had uh, 17.5 stock buggy, another six cars. So great, great turnout for Friday night, in my opinion. That's, that's perfect. Uh, Jackson Anderson, TQ, and win. Cody Ogle was here for work um, from Ohio, running a Kyosho car, finished second. Uh, TJ Williams was third, McMullen was fourth, Steve Wall was fifth, and Cody Kupke was sixth. And then, let's go to Saturday really fast here. So Saturday, we had 61 entries for Saturday. So that's right back up to where I'd like to be for Saturdays. To me, that's like a perfect club race. It's usually eight or nine heats. And uh, let's see. Flex spec, I think we had, I think there was... I think there was five cars. So Dalton Conrad with a TQ and win with his uh, four by four uh, rustler. Ariana Smith uh, finished second, qualified third, finished second. Um, she's driving that buggy of hers that her dad got her. She got her 5.0. So that was awesome. Mason Hardesty was third. Yahweh uh, Pena was fourth. And Owen Hook was fifth. Stock truck on Saturday was uh, Dayton Mosier. With the TQ in a win, John Berding was second, Tyler Fleming was third, Brady Poppenow was fourth, and TJ Williams uh, busted out in fifth. I remember that. His car, his truck looks fast, but it looks weird. It looks like it's like the ride height's not, it looks too high, in my opinion. But I think all low seat trucks kind of look that way, don't you think? Yeah. That, that body makes their truck look weird. I don't know what it is. It looks like it's on stilts. Yeah, I could see that. Anyways, four-wheel drive mod. There was a small class of this, and uh, when I say small, I mean six cars. Still not pretty, not not bad. That's right, Mitchell Pavel taking the win. Oh, really? Yeah, and his his stuff looked pretty fast. To be honest, I mean he was he was on Vanderbeek's butt for most of this race, like um, like flies on poop. Hmm. Uh, Vanderbeek uh, finished one second behind him. Uh, Bradley Peterson was third. Tommy uh, Smith was fourth. John Kinzer was fifth. And Owen Vanderbeek broke out. Owen's going to run mod uh, from here on out, his dad said. Oh, really? Yeah. 13 uh, 5 wheeler. We had a uh, nice big heat of this. Um, I think there was, there was nine or 10 cars, depending on who was running. It was the McCormick's Easton and Ashley. Ashley TQ'd, but Easton won the race. 
Ash finished second. TJ Williams was third. Dustin Hosick was fourth. Caden Bairding, last week's winner, was fifth. Matt Mosier was sixth. Ronnie Went was seventh. Jake Wilkening was eighth. Tyler Fleming uh, jumped in the last minute, was ninth. Rob Connor broke his car, and Tom Baker didn't run either. All right, two-wheel mod. So this is the one I was in, and this was a lot of fun. So um, Alex Vanderbeek with a TQ and a win. Um, I didn't think that I had a car. I qualified second. I didn't think that I had a car to, to win necessarily versus Alex, but for a little while, it could have been close. So um, he wrecked, and we got close, and then he was gone again. So, um, but... What happened was um, I qualified second. My uh, tires weren't really good for like the first 30 seconds. I don't know if they just need to get heated up or what. Mac on the, I think the opening lap basically like jumped over me and I saw it coming. So I hit the brakes and I was going to, cause I didn't want to crash us. So I hit the brakes. He landed in front of me. Like he just skimmed my shock tower landed in front of me and then I was like oh that was freaking sweet up on the driver's stand I was actually pretty happy because I thought it was gonna be cool and then his car just like flipped and so I got super lucky and uh stayed in second for most of it and then I made a mistake after the triple he got around me and then we chased each other for the rest of the race and uh, he blew out um the corner at the end of the straightaway I got underneath him made a pass the following uh, the following lap, I went a little too wide. Like my car got wonky. So I had to check up and, and catch it. And so I ended up going wide where you passed Rico in that mm-hmm. last turn. So then Mac got around me again. So then I had to follow him. And, uh, last lap, I like that d- double that comes straight at us. I came too short. My car kind of bounced. So I lost some time and I thought that was it. And then Mac wrecked on the triple. Really? And I ended up finishing second. So I shouldn't have finished second. But I did. So, oh well. It's probably one of the better races we've had, though. Honestly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I finished second. Uh, Mac finished third. Mitchell Pavlo was fourth. Owen Vandenbeek was fifth. Tommy was sixth. Bradley Peterson was seventh. Rod Case was eighth. And Cody Ogle, I think, didn't want to run the main because he was running the same car in Stock Buggy. And speaking of Stock Buggy... It was uh, John Kinzer with a TQ and a win. Easton McCormick from the five to the two. So John broke Easton's streak. Cody Ogle finished third. Dayton Moser was fourth. Dustin Hosick was fifth. Uh, Caden Bairden was sixth. Jake Wilkening was seventh. John Bairden was eighth. Matt Moser, uh with the bump up was ninth. And I think TJ Williams said he wasn't going to run. So Bender got the other bump. And uh, I think he broke out in the first lap. I think is what happened. And then we had independent buggy and Tyler Fleming took the win in that one. Bender. Oh, that's right. Bender didn't want to race cause, uh, cause he was in the independent race right afterwards. Oh, okay. that's right. So Bender, uh, qualified fourth, finished second. Good finish for him. Actually finished in front of TJ uh, in third. Brady Poppin. I was fourth. Cole Webb was fifth. Cody Moser was sixth. Eli Webb was seventh. Danny Coggins, uh, his first time at the Plex finished eighth and Ronnie went broke out, uh, in ninth. Summer. Yeah, and then there was Mini Truggy, and uh, Ashton McCormick back running his Mini Truggy took a TQ and a win. Running went was second. Ryan Hodgson was third, and Tom Baker was fourth. So that was over with, and then we had to bail. We had to get out of there. I, I booted everybody out as quickly as I could. <laughs> like, yeah, time to go. I got I got a party to go to. So, 
Um, but you know, overall pretty good weekend of racing. And then, uh, of course the next day we had that big sale. Yeah, it was a doozy. Summer series. It's summer series week. So tomorrow I don't honestly don't have a lot to do to the track. The track's in pretty good shape. I'm going to try to smooth out some of the rough sections. You know how sometimes our dirt gets that weird, I don't know, weird bumps that come out of nowhere. I'm going to try to fill those in and smooth it out. And uh, I'm going to do a bunch of banner work. So it looks, you know, good for team associated and Reedy. And then um, probably clean, you know, like the bathrooms and stuff. But other than that, I don't really have a whole lot to do to the track. So yeah, I'm excited. We'll have a change of layout for round two. And then we'll probably, we'll see if we can ride that all the way through July. And then Mm -hmm. we'll have at least a change of layout by the second July round, round four. Okay. So I kind of have, I, I, after looking at the track, I kind of have a plan on what I want to do. There's some pretty cool layout changes coming up. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. I just, uh, I got to time it out because I'm trying to do less work this year. So. Sure. Give my, give my back a break. Yeah. So why don't we take a pivot landing break and then we'll, uh, we'll get into, we'll get into any slurter like user questions, I guess. Okay. Or see what else we can talk about. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, here we go. And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah. This is a pivot landing update. Dave Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. This is David Olson from Pivot Lending Group and wanted to go through some new programs that we have onboarded and that are on the horizon. Pretty exciting stuff for the buyers that are coming into the middle of the spring purchase season as well as opening up the June buying season and summer buying season. We have a lock and shop program now. So uh, you can come in to Pivot Lending for a small deposit. You can actually lock a interest rate or reserve your interest rate for X period of time while you're out looking for a home. This is really beneficial because just within the last probably four months, five months, the interest rates have gone up about 50 basis points. So where we were at below, close to hovering around two and a half, below three for sure on a 30-year uh, we jumped up to about three, three, seven, five. Now we're back down to around that three range, but definitely higher than where we're at the first of the year. Come down a little bit, and we're looking for probably another correction. We're moving up as inflation heats up. So if you're out looking for a house and you know that you're pretty confident you're going to find something within the next 90 days or the next 120 days, give us a call on that because I can save you quite a bit of money over the long term and the interest especially if there's that jump again as as far as some of the job numbers and inflationary things that are coming out. So lock and shop. When you're calling in, you want to ask about, ask for Don Zoller, ask for uh, me. You can call me on my cell anytime, 402-881-5951, and also reach out to Don. So the lock and shop program, uh, we're excited about long-term locks. We can go out to a year on a long-term lock. So if you are in the market for new construction and you're looking to have a finish date within I'd say eight to 12 months or six to eight months, we've got a really uh, a great long-term lock program. So you can give us a call and ask about that. 
in addition to the lock and shop program, the long-term rate program, uh, we're putting our finishing touches on an I-10 program. So the I-10 programs are great for those folks that have the tax identification number instead of a social security number, and you're looking to purchase a home or refinance, give us a call. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 77589. Friday practice for summer series, summer series on Saturday. And then as long as it doesn't look like it's going to rain, I think Emerson and I are going to go to Kansas city and race on Sunday. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Track opens at 10. They start racing at one, basically what we do on Saturdays. So get a little, get a little extra nitro practice in. Unless it looks like it's going to rain, then screw it. Then, then we won't go. Where are you going to race? Sea buggy? I'll race sea buggy. He's going to race nitro buggy. And then at regionals, they have a 40 plus nitro class. So. Oh, yeah. when's regionals? June 26th. Well, I'll have an e-buggy. So yeah, I can go race electric even if I don't have a gas truck by then. Yeah. I would think I'd have a gas truck by then. Hopefully. I've requested that day off, so. Or that weekend off. What's new? The Traxxas Bronco, did you see that? No. What's the Bronco? Uh, the 2021 Traxxas, uh, uh, 2021 T-Rex 4 Bronco. With that, the new Bronco with the yellow, the yellow wheel. The, or not the yellow wheel. Jeez, the yellow body. Like the new body style. Uh-uh. Traxxas, about it. Dude, Traxxas has one of those. We're supposed to be getting it soon. Like this week soon. I'm going to be doing an unboxing on it. It's going to be great. Really? Yeah. It won't be for sale, but it'll be one of those like early release things where people get to look at it and poke it and prod it and all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited. That'd be cool. Which is weird from Traxxas because they haven't had very much in stock lately, but they're, they're supposed to have a new Vortec Corvette coming out that hasn't been here yet and they got the new drag car that hasn't even nobody's seen the underbelly pictures of it yet and then they got this 2021 bronco yeah that that uh drag car has been on the the radar for a long time yeah. nobody's actually seen it nope not at all it's been like what three or four months yeah i think it was late february when the uh, yeah. word got out so mm-hmm. i mean usually they do this at the nuremberg toy fair Oh, okay. they usually have all the releases set for the year showing there. And, and since they're not having that this year again, you know, now they're just relying on, uh, on the interwebs. So, and then element dropped a new truck today too. It's oh, a, yeah. yeah, it's like a gatekeeper with a body on it. That looks kind of like the J concepts, um, uh, power wagon looking thing. I don't know. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Nothing nothing too crazy, but I mean it's just another version of of basically they have a gatekeeper kit that you can get and now they have a gatekeeper chassis with a body on it for ready to run versions. That's pretty neat. Yeah. That's about all that went down this week. 
a kid did call a typhoon a typhoon again. And then I said, I said, well, you can get, he was wanting to know how much the typhoon was. And so then I go, well, a 2S typhoon is this much and a 3S typhoon is this much and then a 6S typhoon is this much. So. There you go. He was like six years old. So that just went right over his head. Yeah, no idea. Hang on a second. Okay. I just cracked open another one. Yeah, another one. Another one. Ah, this is two today. Yeah. I've got Pat's Blue Ribbon on my mind. It's two within the last hour, which is usually more than I'm able to handle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, getting that tolerance up. <laughs> hmm? Hmm? Oh, yeah? Do you have one? Oh, uh, let's look at some chat, shall we? Okay. Andrew Barrett said that uh, Game Genies were for the old systems, then it changed to Game Shark. I think I figured that one out. Yeah. Uh, Peter Renault said that uh, they don't have any taco trucks in Canada. What? It's an American. <laughs> I mean, is that because? Is that because? This is going to sound really bad. Should I? I don't even know if I should do this joke. Ah, screw it. Is that because illegals have to cross two borders then? <laughs> <laughs> like, is it just. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Coomch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he did say that that's one of the reasons he needs the border reopened. Because then he can cross over in America and get himself a taco truck. Is there just like a taco truck on the other side of the border that's just like always there? And there's all these people like enjoying it and getting tacos from it. Yeah. Mm, and, tacos. and like he's just like looking through the fence. <laughs> 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 the barbed wire fence. A watching little, all these people get little, freedom tacos. <laughs> a little a little tear comes down. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, we need a taco truck to come to the Plex, but it's got to be, they have to ask for permission and they probably would have to pay us a kickback. What? Yeah. Just to park out in the parking lot? Well, to use our own parking lot? Yeah. Okay. I suppose if they parked in the Holiday Bright Lights parking lot, then it probably wouldn't, I mean, probably wouldn't go yeah, over they just park in that little cul-de-sac Or a little there. cul-de-sac, yeah. That, that'd be, that'd be neat. Yeah. I can't believe we haven't had a food truck before, honestly. I know. I'd be all over that. We're going out there getting OCRC has one. Yeah, OCRC has a sweet one. That's like one of the that's like one of the best parts of going there is George's taco truck. So like I don't know if I should tell people this, but this is like a like a kind of like a secret menu type thing. Oh. Like you can't you can't buy alcohol from him. Oh. But if you tip him, you can be his friend. Oh, and if you give him a tip, he'll he'll hook you up. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're not actually buying anything. Right. Uh, 167 champ said, I missed the sale. How'd it go? Uh, we pretty much right. we pretty much sold everything. There was one ac- there was one axial rift left. 
What's a rift? It's a, it's like a rock bouncer. It was there like for sale. Yeah. Like we a had a whole kit. We had three of them. Yeah. Well, there wasn't a whole kit. We were selling them as a roller. We had a whole, so we, we got a bunch of riffs when they first came out, mm-hmm. sold a couple of them right away. This one guy brought one back and it had the weirdest problems. Like I, I, I traded out everything in that car and none of it worked. It was like, um, it was just cursed. It was cursed. And so I went back and I just like, you know what? I'm running out of time. We're really busy. I'll just go grab another one and I'll deal with it later. So I went and grabbed another one. I opened it up, plugged the battery in, turned everything on exact same thing. Mm. And then I was like, you gotta be kidding me. So then I went back and I got another one, opened it up. It worked, put it on the floor. It stuttered like it didn't, it had a really bad cog, like cog in it. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, you gotta be kidding me. And so then I went back and I grabbed a black one and that one worked fine. And that guy took that one. So we ended up with these three riffs that didn't work very well. And so that that's um, probably a couple of the newest vehicles we had. We had a Max down there too that had a bad speed controller that we swapped out a long time ago. And, and uh, Traxxas has been out of speed controller, so we haven't been able to do anything with it. So we basically just sold it for what we can get our money back out of it with. Really? Yeah. But we had one rift left. So we sold two rifts at, at uh, 300 bucks, rolling chassis, basically. And if the electronics work, more power to you. And then we had some bodies that are just so out of date and antiquated that nobody even wants them for a dollar. Really? <laughs> yeah. There was like um, an X factory body down there. Uh, there was a low C body that nobody wanted. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand what that's all about. And then, uh, uh, some short course buggy bodies. I mean, what are you going to do with those? Oh, really? Yeah. If you don't have a short course buggy, you know, I'm surprised those wouldn't be like a hot commodity item like for eBay. So yeah. I don't know. eBay sucks now. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, RC, RC and on next Tuesday. Says what's going on. Um, big dude still reminded me to watch Bad Taste. Nick Nuthouse, that I thought I, I saw this and I thought it was pretty funny. He goes, That that darn battle bot car body. Did you oh, see that? Did you see the video of that? Yeah, whose was it? That's Andrew Rash. Okay. He built a, a diamond plate battle bot style body for his Rustler 4x4. And okay. was and was racing it in Plex spec, <laughs> which I think I think was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but did he did he did he do very well? No, but if you're on the receiving end of that, you know, yeah, you probably don't think it's very funny. So, yeah, I thought it was hilarious though. Do you take people out with it? I don't know. Maybe it's Plex spec, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to do an egolition. Have I told you about this? No. So it's, it's a challenge where you, you, uh, we pick a day and then we have, um, we have a dozen or so eggs and you're given an egg to attach to your car in some form or another. And the, the, the one with the last, the last egg intact wins. Oh, really? Yeah. No rules. Just ram into each other. Who cares? You're trying to break the eggs. Huh. I think that'd be hilarious. But then you'd have egg all over the track. What if it made it work better? Yeah. I want to do a bash day too, um, coming up soon. 
I want to get out our sumo, sumo table. Yeah. Cause that was super fun when we did that. Like hmm. really fun. I don't have any bash cars. I, I might have one or two. I'd, I'd loan you for that. Emerson used his buggy. <laughs> he, he ended up winning a couple of them too because his car's so small but he yeah. he actually blew up the tire like he had the it was a we put on a set of just worn out you know slicks and it ended mm-hmm. up like literally breaking you know blowing up the tire like the rubber came off of it that's pretty cool it was pretty funny ah uh, the pre-covid days uh andy barrett said it was a good day of racing um he said tj didn't have any tires left and he was running two classes on old tires. Yeah, that's one reason why I didn't race. Yeah. I mean, tires. Uh, John Haas wants to know if normal open practice schedule this week. Um, so other than tomorrow, tomorrow the track will be closed all day. Uh, from uh, no, no, no after 4 p.m. racing. But Wednesday and Thursday, yeah, should be fine. Peter Renault's got a good question. Why does my charger have a 120-minute timeout? And can I pull apart a Reedy 30-millimeter fan? to fix a broken wire or is it toast? Well, the charger has a 120 minute timer limit. Cause like there, your battery shouldn't be on the charger for that long. Like uh, that's the only reason why they like, they just don't want it to stay like charging for three hours or something. Cause there should be no reason it needs to be like that. But, um, why? I don't know. I've never seen a lipo, issue because of charging a battery for too long but i'm sure that like in the early lipo days that that could have been a thing i don't know if you're charging it like one amp i could see it going for way longer than that right no i i understand that but i don't know if it like because sometimes like sometimes if your battery if your cells are like way out of balance it'll take forever to try it'll just be mm-hmm. like balancing one forever but maybe it just assumes like hey there's an issue with this and uh, you know, probably look at what the problem is and why it won't balance type of thing. Um, the fan, I mean, it just depends on how much meat's left on the fan wire or whatever, how you can get to the wire. Get, get a new fan. But, yeah. I would, I mean, it'd probably just be easier to get a new fan. Depends on how hard, hard up you are for a new fan. Yeah. If it's, if it's really hard for you to get a new fan, then try to fix it. But otherwise I I go through fans. Sometimes. Yeah. Actually, Emerson went through fans. My tool doesn't have any fans on it. I have a fan attached to mine, but I don't have it plugged in anymore. It's mod. You don't need it. John has says uh, someday he'll have an e-buggy. Oh, we got one upstairs. Got a 2.0. Ready for you. 2.0? Yeah, the techno. Do you have an associated 8 skill there? No. Why not? Nobody's asked for it. Oh. Okay. People are going to be asking for it after this next winter series. <laughs> I'm sure. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I'm sure you'll do fine. So Daniel Bender's got a question. I'm still confused on how you know what side the outdrive on my four-wheel goes on and on two-wheel. I don't know what that means. So, like, he took his diff apart and his outdrives are like they get broken in in one direction oh like you want the like so if you roll your car forward you want the pin to hit the side that's wearing in right like that that's what you're looking for 
I, I just told him to go look at your two wheel and make it match that rather than try to explain that through text. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's the side that it had like takes the pin against it, you know, like there's one side that's worn in and the one side that isn't. And you want the pin when your tires roll forward to hit the side that's broken in. Right. Uh, Kyle Alexander wants to know, have, have I tested the B six three D yet? And, uh, I think we both have, I mean, we've, we both did different things. I've had one for a while. Last race day. I, I messed with the pills a little bit. I tried some stuff that was on the old car. And when I went out to drive it, I wasn't faster and it crashed more. And so I went back to what was stock. And, uh, this week I, I did, uh, blue V2 springs in the front and I moved my shocks down one hole, which I understand is a pretty big no, no with most, um, associated guys. But here's the deal in the old car. I also ran the shocks in one and whenever I ran them out, I never liked it. So I thought that by moving the shocks in one on the tower, but going to a heavier front spring and then adjusting your, uh, uh, eyelets to match the droop that it would kind of like almost cancel it, each other out a little bit. And I liked it. I, my car was really good Saturday. It had just enough steering. It pushed just enough for me in, in the right places. And that was probably the hardest I've been able to drive that car yet. So before I couldn't drive it very hard. I felt like I was going to crash all the time. Or this time I could I could drive way harder, um, and race and actually race instead of just tiptoeing around the track. Yeah. So, um, those are the changes that I've made so far that that have been good. So I guess yeah I've tested it, changed some things, didn't like it, changed back, did some stuff. What about you? <laughs> Everybody's waiting in suspense. Oh, really? Uh, I haven't changed a whole lot on my car. Just I added a lot of droop just looking at it. I mean, just a ball stud shim here and there. Um, I run the I run the front caster at zero and then a 30-degree caster on the uh, steering block or on the uh, front bulkhead. So I run 30 degrees front caster. Um, I normally run a V1. Uh, white rear and a V2 blue up front, but I'm running a V2 gray and V2 blue um, right now. And I've been running the blue, the blue front spring since January, February. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, I, I run a lot of, I like cars with a lot of droop, but I like the stock pills and I, and honestly, like, you know, like when we had Kurt on the show, the the rear end on this car is better because I tested the old one on this car, like just to try it back to back because my old car was good. And I just wanted to see like back to back what it would do. And this car has way more drive out of the corners with this rear end on it than the old one did. So if, so if like you're looking to update your car, I'd get the, the rear hinge pin uh, C&D blocks the rear tower and then uh, update the servo mount 
for sure. Makes a huge difference. Yeah, we got in the uh, carbon fiber aluminum servo mount thing at uh, at work the other day. Yeah. I got it. Yep. (laughs) But I'm trying, I'm looking over my car. I mean, I put the aluminum hubs on it and that stuff, but I mean, my car, other than the droop that I added and this, the front spring, it's pretty much this like a stock setup. Yeah. That and the caster. Yeah. Cause I get, I, I pretty much find a setup I like and I'll run it for like six months to a year sometimes and never change it. I'll take it to other tracks and it just works the same. Yeah. I just find that balance I like. And yeah, you know what was crazy was um like my my techno buggy, my electric buggy. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure I was gonna have to change a bunch of stuff last week at uh at Thunder Road. I didn't change anything. Like that car was amazing with the same same basic setup that I ran indoor. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. I didn't change, change the thing. tires, huh? Just changed the tires, went out there and drove it. I mean sometimes so sometimes you find a setup that's just good you know you might have to tweak something here and there and that's it uh john haas wants to know how our dragon is i i uh i always go into emerson's room before i leave for work or something just to just to tap on the window and look at it and uh today it just seemed really big it seemed like it grew a lot mm. um she's doing good um Steve RC wants to know, does the body make that much difference? I see there are a couple of different bodies for the B6. Um, how much difference does it make? You'd be surprised. Yeah, the F2 is my favorite. Yeah. Um, I, I've tried all the bodies. The the speed body, uh, or the is it the S2 body? Mm-hmm. That, that one, uh, it's definitely faster, but it made my car harder to drive. Yeah. The, the F2 just has the best balance, and then the was it the P2K yeah. body? I was just ran that on carpet. Yeah, Kyle likes that body though, doesn't he? Oh, really? I, I don't know. He, he kind of. I think he kind of changes back and forth to where uh-huh. I'm running, but I'm not sure what body he has on his. So weird. I okay. So I just got the new stock body on the B6 painted in my color. So I, I ran that the last two weeks, and before that, I ran the B6 one body that I've had. So I've ran that body for through the B2 as well. And then, um, I just had a dream. This just, this just came to me. I think I was, so I slept really hard this morning, Yeah. but I, I just had a dream where I was running my car in a race with like four bodies stacked on top of one another. Mm-hmm. And then I was like complaining about how my car wanted to tip over all the time. And then I think you were like, well, dude, you got four bodies on it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, weird. It's working. Man, that is so weird. Ah. Peter says Mexican village in Detroit. For taco trucks, apparently. Uh, John Haas says we need to grill the track. I'd cook some stuff up. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Here's the thing. Uh, for a little while there, we were like the grill donation center. So if you if you walk around the back of the track behind the building. There's like four grills all in a row because people were just coming and dropping their grills off. It was really annoying. Yeah. We'd use them once and then they'd get, they'd get left there and then they'd get rained on and rusted and nobody would ever use them. Yeah. The owner was a little not happy about that whole sort of thing. So if you're going to bring a grill, that's cool. We should do that, but take it home with you. Yeah. <laughs> Nuthouse said, uh, yeah, 
uh, he did take everyone out. Even Steve Wall was running away from him for fear of getting destroyed from the BattleBot car. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Dillon said the techno team was killing it at Silver State. I agree. Totally. John Hess, John Haas says there's a guy on Reddit post. There's a guy on Reddit. No, wait, hold on. You guys see the Reddit post about the guy filing suit against Traxxas. Really? Yeah. Do tell. Why? Uh, Lipos exploded in his house, lost a ton of stuff. He says they were only sitting fully charged for 15 days. <laughs> derp. Oh, man. Derp, derp, derp. That's honestly, that's why we don't solder for people, though. Yeah, that brings up no, a good no point. Town will solder. Look, I, if you want to say what you want about that, it's, it's a rule in place because of people like that right there. Yeah. Because the, the, the one that that's the uninsured person in that chain of, of, of litigation will be the one that gets hosed. And it's the, and it's the hobby shop that solders on a plug for you. And then you go home, do something stupid, burn your house down. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Even if it wasn't the plug. Yeah. Like the guys that are the people that are involved with that, that they just know you modified the battery. Exactly. You know, and the, like these, these guys aren't idiots, but they're ignorant to how, uh, like a radio control car battery works. Yep. You know, like lipos are probably the best thing and the worst thing to happen to the RC industry. Yeah. Like as far as ready to runs go. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why Traxxas has kind of led the way in trying to minimize as much as they can. They got away from the the Tamiya plug. They got away from uh, non-waterproof electronics. They got away from crystal radios. Yeah, They got away from uh, chargers that you have to tell what to do. Yeah. Don't, doesn't their charger now like automatically know what battery and as long as you, it is? Yeah, now? as long as you're using Traxxas batteries, all you do is plug it in and hit start. That's why I have no qualms about giving Traxxas batteries and Traxxas chargers to 10 year old kids now because there's no way for them to screw it up. Whereas if they used a third party and they had to do that, then I'm like, I'm telling their parents, I'm like, nah, shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you pay a little bit more, but if that's all you're running, then, you know, it's just, it's, it's like a safety thing. Right. Okay. Two more. Uh, how does the summer series practice work? Is there open practice or, um, or is it controlled? So it'll be a little bit of both. I think usually I start controlled practice around five when more people get there. Yeah. And it'll be just like we always do. You go, you wait in line, you go up, you run, you come down, you go marshal, and you can either get back in line or you go back to the pits. Andrew, uh, Andrew says, Andy Barrett says that TJ swears that the body he got from Renternecht is what has made his car, uh, handle better. That's it. And that's all that's on there so far. And, uh, we should probably call it a night. Yeah, sure. I got stuff to do at home. I'm going to build some tires. Yeah. I have my one sediment amount. Yep. <laughs> I got to get Emerson's truck tires mounted up for his mini truggy. Oh yeah. Gotta have those. Yep. Okay, so there you go. This was uh, Alex Sturgeon from the Hobbytown Hobbyplex. With me, as always, was Will Brinton. And uh, we're going to bail. We'll see you guys next week. We'll talk about the Summer Series next week. See if I get to go to Kansas City on Sunday and talk about that, too. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, Don't forget about our sponsor, Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. And uh, mention our show to Don Zoller. 
or to uh, Aiden Olson's dad and you can get 1.25 off your interest rate or $500 lender credit, your choice. Yeah. And, uh, sounds like he's got quite a few bit, like quite a decent amount of business from us. From that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So that is pretty cool. So who knows? Maybe in the future we'll have more sponsors. Yeah, we need. Yeah, I need to start getting paid. Yeah, we don't get paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you later. All right. See you guys. Bye.